Twain. Shoots. No, he couldn't get it off. Now fires it up. Bank it in. It counts. It counts. The Heat win the game. Shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. The bother holds it off the line of scrimmage. Newton is chased. Got away from Ninkovic. Dancing. Gets away from Chandler Jones. Setting up space. There goes Cam. Add to the highlight reel that one. And the to Curry. Welcome to the Black and Blue Blood Nine. My name is Duke, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Fat Man Trey. What's up, Trey? What's up? Of course, we gotta talk about this terrible loss against the Eagles last week. And I first, I want to start with coaching, specifically Matt Rule. I am disappointed in him mainly because of what he said during the press conference. I'm not. I forgot if it was today or yesterday. Or uh, or if it was after the game, but he pretty much wanted to blame the defense, saying two weeks in a row now our defense had an opportunity to make a stop that could win the, win us the game. And yes, he is right; they could, they did have the opportunity, but at the same time, it is really hard for a defense to win a game, to win a like yes, yeah, it's really hard for a defense to win a game when your offense can't even put up points. Your, I mean, your your defense is consistently throughout the whole day, get putting your offense in great positions to score. Dante Jackson, he gets two turnovers. We come out of both of those turnovers with zero points. I mean, you got. There's a time where you could have went for it on fourth and two. Yeah. You decided to punt the ball. Why? I don't know. You're making your defense go back out on the field. I just don't understand yeah. that. They was already gassed and, and out of it as it was. Right. And then you put them right back out there. And then he want to talk about them not uh, stopping the Eagles offense at the end of the game. They got the ball back at the 20 or what? Yeah, it was the 20-yard line because of a, a, a blocked punt. At the 20, short, short fields are already hard to cover. And then you have a dual threat quarterback you got to play against. I mean, come on. The defense did all that they could do. If our offense put up one touchdown, at least one extra touchdown than we did, the game is ours. Yeah, but at the same time, we can't have um, the defense. The defense did. They didn't stand up. They, I mean, they. You're right. There is no excuse for them not uh, stopping them at that point. Like the play call that um uh what's his name Phil Snow called that was weird like yeah. you had four guys that crashed down on the yeah, running back I mean why you know you have a dual threat quarterback you need somebody but needs that, to be spying him but that's that's that, again that's not coaching as well that that's personnel that's all I mean so it do about fall back on coaching but also as a player you have to have you got to know instinct as well yeah um even if he called even if he would have called a blitz on that side, instincts would have told you to still watch that quarterback. Exactly. But I still don't want to – like, yeah, you, you are right. The defense does 
they they do they they have some fault for that. Mm-hmm. They should have made the play. I mean, this is football. They're grown men. I mean, football. When you're, you're a defensive player, your thing is to react, right. react to what's going on on the field. If you don't have no awareness or, or objective of what's going on on the field, plays like that happen. Yeah. Everybody rushed to the quarterback. Nobody had an assignment to think. I mean, everybody rushed to the running back. Nobody had an assignment to run to the quarterback or to even – nobody even played containment on the quarterback. But I blame that too on us being injured. If we would have had Shaq out there, I think Shaq would have had that – would have made that play. Would not have been a problem. But I'm you know, still – And I'm saying that on, for both games. No, Cowboys Shaq played and the that, Eagles. Shaq played last week. I know, but he, if he, he wasn't 100. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't 100 true. last week. I hope we can get him back this week because, I mean, yeah. Jermaine Carter's. I mean, he. I don't think he played terrible. You all right? I'm. Let man listen. <laughs> Jermaine, for you to get a nod by Luke Keekley, the legend himself, you're not living up to it. You're not yeah, living up to it. You, um, Luke has so much to say about him, but it's like, <laughs> it's like it's. He's non a non void right now. Like nobody's nobody's afraid to come his way. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not existed on the field. Yeah. Like today, think, the only reason I mean Sunday, the only reason we saw him was because Shaq wasn't there. Yeah. And and majority of the time, I seen him. He was on the ground. Yeah. Missing tackles, getting pushed back. I think all together probably. I'm 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 just throwing a, a, a spitball number out there. I'm pretty sure he only has about 10 tackles throughout the season, if that. Probably. If that. And you're a linebacker. That's not going to cut it. Exactly. My defensive linemen and my corners, my DBs, should not have more tackles than you at no. the linebacker. Definitely a starting linebacker position. No. You said you was moving. You changed your number. I think, you know, you went behind Shaq with Shaq with that. But um, you, didn't get the, you didn't get the buzz like Shaq got. Right. And Dante Jackson, I got to give it to him. He has shut me up. The past two weeks has been amazing for Dante past Jackson. I, well, the whole the year, season. the whole season. Like I hate Before the season started, I hated Dante Jackson. I wore him off the team. Now I, be, I think it's a mistake not to re-sign him. And this, I mean, I, I just have to give it to Dante Jackson. He's played amazing. Problem I have with the defense too is who's not showing up besides Jermaine Carter, Jeremy Chin, besides those two not showing up. Where's AJ Boyer? No, he didn't. This I think this was his was it this was this his first or second game? His second game. Second. Yeah, I think he showed up a little bit more than uh, he was more. I, there was a couple plays, or at least early. There was a couple plays early in the game where he showed up. I, I'm to players like AJ Boyer and CJ Henderson. I'm not going to get on their case right now. Yeah, because they new wait. to the team. Yeah, so I'm going to give them some time to get a, get get evolved and with this scheme and with the team, get to get connected with it. And I'm, I'm just looking that's for week I'm seven. Gonna, I'm looking for week seven. Yeah, I can't wait for Stephon Gilmore. Come on out there. That I cannot wait for that. What's happening, cuz? Uh, yeah. Come on out there. Once Stephon Gilmore get back, I think the secondary will be okay. I'm hoping – one of those corners will get moved back to free safety or uh okay. yeah free safety and Jeremy Chen will get moved to strong safety 
then I won't be worried too much about our secondary. Well, who you think who you think will be the best fit then? That's hard. I mean, yeah, that's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, because you said you Justin be... Birds for the year, right? He on no, no. he on IR, right? No, he's just out for three weeks. Oh, okay, okay. I think this would be the last week he has to stay because he got injured. I mean, I, I I'm still warming up to the guy. You know, I'm still warming up to him because this is the first year I've seen him with the pound to actually do be productive. I'm when not gonna first say he's been weeks. productive. I just think he just looks better than who we who we do, who we have out on the field now. I just know before he when he was playing, there weren't as many deep shots taken or deep shots getting as many See, deep my, shots connected with. My problem with him is uh, the reason I I was down on him in any anyway was because just look if you are the vet of the group. There's no way that the rookies are outperforming you last season. That's true. He. It's no no way. It's no no way. You they had Sam Franklin. You know he's on the bench now. He was the star in safety last year. I mean the uh, star in uh, strong safety last year. Um, Troy Pride. Was getting more was getting more burned than you was last year. I mean, was doing more damage than you was last year, which that's why I feel like, you know, we're not gonna get on. We're not gonna get on him, but I just felt like he he had to make more. You got to make more plays if you're the vet as a group. Yeah, I mean, a guy like that. Like, any, I agree with you. Anytime we get older guys on the team, I expect them to make plays, or at least to make more plays. They need to be leading the younger guys, but I'm not gonna. With him, he's played a little better this year. I'm not going to say he's playing amazing, but he's played better than what I saw last year, so I'm not going to criticize him too much. And then I feel like because of the guys he has around him, that has also elevated his play a little bit too. So I'm not going to criticize him too much, but I'm not going to really praise him either. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I told I said last week, you know, we might well go ahead and just – so sit Jermaine Carter down or put him at DN or something. Well, we have no let, other linebacker. And put Jeremy Chin down there at linebacker. Well, yeah, that yeah, that Jeremy work. Chin can't cover. He can't. He cover. sucks at coverage. He can tackle all day. Like I saw him over all over field on Sunday tackling, but coverage is cover. not his thing. Nah, he, he couldn't cover a dish with a with a pound of aluminum foil. <laughs> and this D line, I think. Well, yeah, this D line they. I feel like they got their face back after last week because last week Zeke ran all over them. <laughs> yes, this they, week, they, they had a better they had a better showing. Way better. Better, they, way better showing this week. They did. I think mm-hmm. the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles had only ninety one total yards of running, rushing yards. That's really good. It's, mm, I mean, it's, it's okay when we had through the first three games we had less than forty yards. Yeah, I mean, I. Less than forty. How often do you expect that to happen? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Ninety. I think ninety-one yards. You allow ninety-one yards. Only ninety-one yards on the ground, every single game. That's, that's perfectly lot, fine though. with me. That's perfectly that's fine with me. That's still a lot, though. That's a, cause that's almost a hundred to me. Almost. So if you but, got a hundred yard rush on every West, and think about that's seventeen hundred yards. That would be seventeen hundred yards this year. You're right. Yeah, I guess ninety-three is kind of a lot. Then. It's still, it's. It's not the worst. Yeah, it's ever, not the worst. Now I guess that you could be. We didn't get ran out the out the off the field. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm yeah. This I mean this defense as a whole this week though, they all got their face back because everybody played better. I just feel like the problem was with this defense is they can't close. They didn't. They cannot close out a game. I feel like the whole team can't close out a game. And again, that goes back to coaching. But that's a, that's why another reason why I feel like not not to cut you off or anything, but I feel like that's why. That's the reason why I feel like another reason why we got Stephon Gilmore, because he's 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 a proven elite corner. That's gonna be something we need at the end of the game. Definitely. Somebody that's a dog that's want that want the game just as bad as the team the next team want the game. And I don't expect Stephon Gilmore to be the exact same player he was he was before, but uh, I do I, I like the I, I just I need again with. I just don't want anybody to go out on the field and look like they don't know what they're doing. I don't even be competent and make some tackles. Don't don't be uh uh missing a whole bunch of tackles. Don't be getting burnt a bunch. That's all I care about. If you look if you're out there and you look like you know what you're doing and you're not out there looking like a bum, I'm okay with that. One cuz he's an older guy and then at the same time I just like I I don't I'm not I don't think this team is Super Bowl ready yet. So again, like it's just don't look like fools. Be competitive. Like at the end of the day, I at the end of the day, I want to be confident that this team is going to win the game. Yeah, I think I I, I expect uh, Stephon Gilmore to to go back to his elite ways. Because if you look at it, all 2019 and part of 2020, until he got hurt, he was elite. That's why he won 2019 Player of the Year. I mean, Defensive Player of the Year. Um. If you, that's not that's that's not even a whole two years removed from that. So, I expect I, him to. I still expect there to be a little bit of a drop off. No, I'm, I'm I expect there to be some like some drop off, but I still expect him to be elite. I still is, um, let's put it like this. You know, nobody would, nobody would ever touch Revis Island, but I expect him to be like that. I'm not sure who that is. That's an older guy. Oh, my bad. Darrell Revis. Darrell Re- oh, I know who Darrell Revis is. I didn't know that's what you called him. That's what he called him. That's what he called That's what he called himself. I mean, that's what that nickname they gave him because he could be by himself. I had never heard of that one, but I yeah, mean. He called himself Revis Island. But, I mean, I do agree. I expect I, well, I expect that from any corner, any DB in the league, though, like. Yeah, the, oh, like you should be able to cover. That's like I was saying that before. Like, that was one of my problems with Dante Jackson, like. People were complaining about him getting left on the island. Well, he's an NFL cornerback. You should be able to cover a one receiver one on one. But see, my thing with Dante is Dante is small. He's too yeah. small to be to be it's, left by himself. It's guys like Julio or guys like that. I don't expect him to cover. But at that, the reason I was so mad at him is because it was a rookie receiver who played his first snap, and you got cooked. That's why I was so mad at him. And you can't rec- you can't cover that guy. Come on, that's there's no excuse for that. But we, I guess when you're playing, uh, that was in 2019, I believe. Yeah, it was 2019. We played Atlanta. It was in Atlanta, and they scored a 99 or 98 yard Calvin touchdown. Ridley? No, it wasn't Calvin Ridley. It was some uh, other guy. That that's the only play I remember of that play. I never, I don't think I've ever seen him again after that. <laughs> the, that guy. I'm not going to say he wasn't no good because I don't. Yeah, I don't even know who he is. But I mean, you. That was his first play, first snap, first catch. All I'm going to say is... And you got cooked. 
long as our defense, long as our cornerbacks don't look like the cornerback from. Did you watch the game last night? Um, Baltimore Ravens. No, I didn't see that one. They corner Everett. <laughs> Everett was getting beat like Carson Wentz was eating off him. Like literally every play they was going that way because they knew he couldn't cover. Because they said basically Marcus Peters is the one who he's taking over for. So Marcus Peters, they most elite corner. He was getting beat. He was getting beat like like he stole something. He just was getting beat. Well, I don't expect us. I don't expect the Panthers to have that problem. Yeah, they shouldn't. Like yeah. uh, these corners, they're. I expect more out of them because I've seen more out of them. So, like, there, there shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. If it becomes uh, a problem, then I'm going to go back. Definitely with Dante Jackson, I'm going to go back to the same position I was. Get him off the team. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, right now, I think all of our corners have been decent. Yeah. I um, mean, we got a nice, we got a nice set of corners. Um, this is, I think this is the deepest the cornerback room I've ever seen it. Um, with elite corners too. Like I mean, I ain't gonna say elite, but, but we pretty, still got some guys back there that solid. can play. Yeah. Like, we got a solid Again, solid they're not DB going out room. there and looking like idiots. Well I'm gonna say excuse me, let me say we have a solid solid cornerback room. Yeah. That's, we gotta get the safeties still, together. Safeties are still we should have kept uh Trey Boston, but we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. And that really hurt me too. That was just as bad. It was as bad as Cam, but it was just as bad as cutting Cam. Mm-hmm. I understand what you mean. Like, I was, I was doing. What sucks is when it happened. I, the day before it happened, I told you they're not gonna cut Trey Boston. I know, I told There's you, no I reason told for them to cut Trey Boston. We don't have another safety. And I guess what happens the next day? They cut Trey Boston. I was I hurt. I tried to tell you. I, I called you. To <laughs> what did I tell you? I told you they were gonna cut Trey. I was I was, was really it, mad about that. The one. writing was on the wall with that with that situation. I should have saw it coming. Uh, you know that because they basically they the new regime and got rid of everybody. You know JJ Henson. Uh, only reason he's still on the team is because. They're being nice, we, I guess. Nah, cause we couldn't find they couldn't find a loan snap for that quick. Cause remember we no, just they drafted that guy. Was he bad? I wasn't paying he, much we, attention. I ain't seen her nothing else from. Him. I think he's on the practice squad. So, which I don't know why they used the draft pick on a, a loan a snapper. Pick. Which you know I'm pretty sure we could have got we could have mm-hmm. got another old lineman or something in that with that pick. And then you called mm-hmm. and he basically man it, when he got the job y'all basically called him and you know. He didn't even think he was gonna get drafted. That let you know what he what he was projected as, or what he was even. They thought about well, no, I ain't gonna say what they thought about him, but what teams felt where he was gonna go. Right, I think he was projected to be an undrafted free agent. Yeah, mm. and like the thing is, if you could if you was gonna go spend a, on a special team player, why not go get a kicker? Because we've been through five this this right. season. Like, but that's why you know, and this is now. This is now why I'm starting to see you. Why you were saying you wasn't so warmed up to Matt Rule now, because in the and after this game, I'm definitely on your side with this. Because Matt Rule, I mean, it's just some of the things he said, and then his decision making as a coach is just not the greatest. And like, yeah, you got to be better than that. This is not like you say always, Thursday. This is not college. You cannot be playing like that anymore. You can't coach like that. I told you he don't look, he don't he don't never look comfortable in his skin with the job. He doesn't. He look like even when I was watching him on um what's the show they call it? Inside the Inside or something. 
It's some uh, panelist show. I forgot they, what they call it. Oh, yeah. They had Panther him on there, and it was breaking Panthers down the play. Huh? I don't think it was Panthers Confidential or something. No, no, that's the main show. No. But it's another one. They have a little segment where they basically talk to a coach about the play. Um, and they was breaking down uh, DJ Moore play. The whole time he was doing it, like, he didn't even look like he was comfortable with it, sitting there telling him about the play. And he was telling them about the play, and I was like, man, like, I understand what you're saying should happen, but you, excuse me, you don't you don't show though show that that initiative how it should be, right? So, yeah, I mean, I um, no, you know, I'm gonna continue to be on his butt about it, uh, on Matt Rule. Um, we have to stay on these coaches, cause one. One of the biggest reasons why right now is his offense. Mm-hmm. And I want to start. I really want to talk about this offensive line first. First, <laughs> I'm talking about the offense. This is terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. First of all, why why do you take Taylor Moten out of his position? Yeah. Keep him at right tackle. He was playing fine at right right tackle. Left tackle, he didn't play horrible, but he didn't play good either. There was too many times where I saw him just getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. Keep him at right to tackle. You should have just left Brady Christensen. Let Brady Christensen play left tackle. I don't see what was the point of that. Mm-hmm. And then our, again, this interior O line is horrible, and it doesn't seem like they want to do anything about. Get I, I really want Deontay Brown in. Put him. I, get Matt Paradis out. Put Deontay Brown at center. Let him figure out how to do the snaps and all that. And then <sighs> let's just have a big body up the middle. At least I know he won't get bullied. Yeah. That's all I care. About. I'm sick and tired of watching Matt Paradis just get bullied all the time. Same with these other. Same with our guards. Like yeah. our O line is just horrible. This is one of the worst O lines that I've ever seen. Yeah, we um, we got to do something better with that. We definitely got to do something better with that. Yeah, and then I'm 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 listening to. Other other podcasts and other people on Instagram, a lot of them blaming this game on Sam Darnold. Like, yeah, I I agree. Sam Darnold does need to take a lot of heat for this game because those three interceptions were ridiculous. But at the same time, I'm going to defend him a little bit because it's hard not to throw interceptions when you got a defender in your face every single time you're throwing the ball. you're trying to get out the way. All right, like it's it's that's really hard to do. Now, it's no excuse for him throwing those interceptions because they were ridiculous, but at the same time, it's still hard to do it. Yeah. So this off, like this offensive line has got to be better. They need to make this offensive line better. Get rid of these bum players, or coach them up better or something. Yeah. Like you, I mean, you have to do something. Put some new players in. Like we cannot just keep strolling out with the same thing every week and expecting a different result. It's not going to change. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. So and and if you want better quarterback play from Sarah Donald, get some guys that's going to protect him. At least some guys that's not gonna be that's not gonna have defenders in his face every single play. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now they uh, this old line was horrendous this week. It was <laughs> they got beat. They got beat everywhere. It was nobody. Nobody looked no better than the next uh, old lineman. Exactly, and I understand that the Eagles D line is pretty good. Like they got Hargrave. He play, he had a great game. Yeah. And uh, I mean Fletcher Cox is still Fletcher Cox. Yeah. So, but right. at the same time, like I don't care who you're playing against. There's absolutely no way that defensive line should be in the quarterback's face every single play. 
There's absolutely no way where my running back is only getting yards because he get, he's running outside. Mm-hmm. Like, there's why can't I, why why can't we run up them? That's and I feel like that's the reason why um they didn't. Although I still think it was a stupid stupid call for them not going for it on fourth and two. I feel like that's one of the reasons why they didn't because they knew that this offensive line can't get any push. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but again, that's still your fault as a coach. Put somebody in there that you know can, or at least, like I say, Deontay Brown, somebody that's not going to get bullied and pushed yeah. 10 yards back. Somebody who's with it, who's ready for it. I mean, they, they I, I just don't understand why they don't. I, I feel like, I don't know if they don't see that this offensive, offensive line isn't a problem or they just don't want to acknowledge it. Like, but they need to do something about it. Yeah, Matt Paradis needs to go. I'm sick and tired of him. He, uh, I feel like they already know the the writing's on the wall with him too. That's why they why they rescinded some of his money this off season because they knew that he's about to be out of the door soon. I really hope this is last season. I'm, you know, before the trade deadline, I hope he's one of. The, I hope he's somebody that they trade. They ain't gonna trade him. They ain't gonna trade him because ain't nobody stupid enough to take him. They I are. just want him off the team. I'm sick and tired of him. Yeah. I, I just don't want him. after the after the 2021 Carolina Panther season. Matt Paradis does not to be playing. Does not need yeah. to be playing on this team. Um, you know, Matt, we sure we we glad you like Charlotte and everything, but yeah, we like it too. Yeah, we but, like Charlotte too, but we just don't uh, like you on our team. We have to send you back to uh, go back to Denver. Yeah, you can kill Teddy he actually, uh When he when he's actually he's actually from uh, Idaho. No, well, Boise area. Yeah, I just know he played for Denver before us. That's all I didn't know. Well, but it, I, just get out of care. Well, you can stay in Charlotte, just can't play for the team. Yeah, no you more. can't That's play for I'm, the team no more. Yeah. No. Now I want to talk about Sam Donald a little bit more because I know I said those interceptions were ridiculous and unacceptable. Something else that's unacceptable unacceptable are these overthrows. <laughs> I've been noticing that I've noticed this since game one. I let it go in game one, but once I saw it in game two, I'm like, "What's going on, Sam? You can, why can't you connect on any of these deep these deep passes?" And it's still happening now. Uh, but that's Sam, not- like Sam Darnold. I, I like Sam Darnold. I if anybody says something to me about it, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be like, just like Terrell Owens, that's my quarterback. <laughs> but <laughs> but. Sure I mean, you, you have to be better. Too. Yeah, I'm gonna drop the tear. That's that's my quarterback. <laughs> but but I mean, but you got to be better. Like this, you're not with the Jets anymore. Yeah. Like you, I, uh, it, I mean, I, I honestly, it's I don't really know we what to be say about five it. Five and zero right now. We really should. Like, we should be five and. There's absolutely both of these two losses are unacceptable. Yeah. Like, and I'm, there are a lot of factors that factor into why we. Why the Panthers aren't a five and O team, but Sam Darnold, you're the quarterback. It starts with you. You got to lead this team to victory. And when it comes to game time situations, situational football, you have to be better. You throw a dot to uh, Robbie Anderson, great pass. In the next play, you throw an interception. Come on, a horrible interception. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you, you, said, you just, situation awareness. You yeah. gotta know where you went, when, what the situation calls, and what, how desperate this time is at that moment. And then, they need this whole offense needs to start playing with a sense of urgency too. I mean, it's like, it's it's a lot of times it just doesn't seem like they know what's going on. Like, 
this past game against the Eagles. Sam Darnold, it did not look like he really knew what was going on. To me, it felt like he was just like, oh, we're still in the, we're still only like, we still got like 11 minutes left in the second quarter. Ain't no need for me to be worrying about playing in hurry up offense right now. Just, I'm going to go through the motions. Like, come on, this is, this is, this is the most important part of the game. Why are you playing like that? I just expect better from from a guy that I'm hoping could be our next franchise quarterback because I don't want to be one of those teams like the Bears looking for a franchise quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. But I think, I'm going to be honest with you, I, it, still, it still has, uh, they say saying that we are in the running for Deshaun Watson, so you know I will continue to push that push that, that envelope. I do want Deshaun. See, that's that's kind of hard for me because, you know, before we got Sam Darnold, you know, at that point I was like, well, I I just want Teddy Bridgewater out the door, and I just want us to get a quarterback. And I was excited when we I want I did before we got Sam Darnold, I did want Deshaun Watson over Sam. But once we got Sam, I was like, okay, we got a quarterback now. At least we got we have a quarterback that's better than what we had last year. I'm excited to see where this can go. And since Sam is still our quarterback, I'm not sure I want to see him go until unless like he just cannot change the way he's playing right now and they end up releasing him. So I'm not so sure I want Deshaun Watson on the team right now. Now, if he did if they did trade for him, I'm not going to be mad about it because, again, we have a quarterback. Uh, we have a great quarterback, a guy that I know could lead us to the lead us to the promised land. But I, I'm, I'm still not going to give up on Sam Darnold yet. I'm still going to give him some time. Um, I don't think. I don't think after. The, I I want to see how they respond in this next game, because again, it's only the second loss of the season. We still a seventeen game season. So I'm 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 still gonna give him a chance, but at this point, he is on the hot seat though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I uh, yeah. I think um, we're gonna have to get him up out of there. No. I think we'll get him up out of there. I, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be optimistic with him, but. If Deshaun Watson comes available, who in their right mind is gonna turn that down? Yeah, I mean, it would be stupid not to uh, accept that. But I still want to give Sam. I still want to give Sam a chance. Sammy D, you. I mean, I understand we want to get Sammy D a chance, but I'm I'm not ready to write him off. I mean, I'm not gonna write him off. He's still he's at this point he's still our quarterback, right? Correct. Yeah. So. Um, I'm not gonna be done with him until the Panthers are actually done with him. I mean, I'm not done with him either. But I, I feel like that if Deshaun Watson come available, who am I to say no to Deshaun Watson? You have a point there. I can't. I, I can't argue against that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to argue against that. <laughs> so again. To get the way I feel about it, Sam Donald is my quarterback until he's not my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting what you're saying, but I'm just saying when they say they got, they've got, they've basically, on all the reports I've watched, they're saying that basically Sam Donald is just a placeholder right now. 
I mean, I don't want to make it seem like we're not appreciative. We're not appreciative of Sam Darnold being here because he's he's doing his thing. He do have one three wins, and it's but, not like he's been playing terrible. It's yeah. just it's situational. It's the situational football that he's had problems in. Yeah, he's he's just turning the ball over at the worst opportunity at the worst part. Like that has to be better. And I expect better. If he doesn't do better, then yeah, it's time to ship him out. But yeah, <laughs> but um, we got the Vikings coming up this Sunday. What it's do you a home f- game, man. Yeah, it's a home game. We've been having a lot of home games. Yeah. Um, no, because we just had two. We had two home games, two home games in a row at the beginning of the season. Then we had two in a row away. So now we got two in a row again at home. So I, you know, I'm expecting. No, to, we only got up. one away. Don't we play the Patriots next after the Vikings? I think so. Yeah, November seventh. Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, that will. The be date November. is November seventh, but I don't that'll know. Be, that'll be New England. Cause I was gonna go to that game. No, no, no. We got the Giants after that on the twenty fourth. Oh God. Cause this upcoming. It's the seventeenth. This upcoming Sunday, I, th- I thought we had the uh, Patriots next, but I also forgot where I was going with that. But uh, what do you think the Panthers need to do to beat the Vikings this week? Um, what we need to do is, for one, is have ball security. For one, yeah. We gotta hold on to the ball, um, and really, I mean, our defense just gotta show up like they did for the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think, as far as that concerned, we can win the game mm-hmm. if we hold on to the ball. Defense play like they've been playing the last three before the first three weeks, not these last two weeks. Yeah. Well, no, last well, the Eagles was a great. I think that was the best game the defense had well, played. You don't play like you played versus Dallas. I wasn't even gonna get them a name. I was gonna say those boys oh. down there in Texas, but <laughs> those boys down there in Texas, you know, no, don't play like that. But if you play correct football like we've been playing, we got a chance. Yeah, I think, like you said, ball security that is important. We have to win the turnover game. Mm-hmm. Um, situational football. Again, I get. I will keep on saying it. That goes back to the coaches. They need to fix that situational football. They need to look better and better in that. So, so this situational football, they need to look more competent. They need to have a sense of urgency. Like this mm-hmm. situational football, the Panthers have got to be better on both sides of the ball because it's not just offense; it's defense too. Yeah, the, you're the right. whole team has to be better on both sides of the ball and with special teams. Also, we need to start Dion Brown. Who? Uh, the the guard from Alabama. Oh yeah, uh, we need to start him. I mean, I know that's not gonna happen, but they should, need they, to. They need to. Yeah. Um, and Matt Paradis, man, he's terrible. Yeah, man, it's I feel like he haven't still haven't came off that injury. I mean, I don't know what he did. I never watched him anyway. I ain't even watched him in, in 2015. When they won the championship, the Super Bowl. I don't even. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't, don't even remember him being out team. there. He was on the team. He was. Yeah, um, but I've I, I've never paid attention to him. Yeah. Uh, only reason I know he's on the team is because 
when he decided to sign with the Panthers, he talked about it. I liked uh-huh. the way the team looked. And, uh, <laughs> Is- that, you know, that generic answer. I've always had my eye on the team. Lying. Yeah. We didn't want you here. You ain't good enough anyway. You're you coming off an injury. You know, uh, we should have had, we should have did more research on you before we signed you. Yeah, definitely. But the keys to beating the Vikings this week, though, is situational football. Got to win the turnover game. And this defense needs to shut down. Keep them trenches um, going. Yeah, shut down Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. and force Carson Wentz to beat us in the air. That's not his name. Uh, um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. F- force Kirk Cousins to beat us <laughs> in the air. <laughs> well, Kirk Cousins, man, you know, he been... Kirk ain't really been playing great this year. Well, the Vikings haven't been playing great in, in, no. at all. That's why I say force them to beat us in the air. No. Like, I uh, I think... I don't know. The reason I say they haven't been pay- playing good is because... No, Adam Thielen is on my uh, fantasy team. I haven't heard anything about Adam Adam Thielen all year. All year, I uh, yeah. I I got him on there. He was my starting uh, flex player. Had to put him on the bench. Mm. Had to put him on the bench. That's just because he I needs mean, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, <laughs> that was that Stephon Diggs. You know, Diggs done went up there and went to know, Buffalo. He the, now he's showing out. He the best according no according to ESPN. And Fox FS1, they saying that the Bills could be the best team in football right now. They look like it. They definitely look like it. Oh. I'm out. Yeah. But that'll do it for the Black and Blue Bloodline. My name is Duke. I'm Fat Man Trey. Thanks for listening. Come back and join us next week on Wednesday. We will have our review out for the Panthers and Vikings game and our preview for the Panthers and Giants game.